We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for part two of Double Barrel Wednesday with your colleagues at the General Stars, Parker Gabriel, but not before we give him his uh, proper introduction on this fine Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday. It's a Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday had some pop, didn't it? Very good job by Parker on Double Barrel Wednesday. Uh. You guys know what day it is? It's Double Barrel Wednesday. And we are now joined by Parker Gabriel. Good morning, Parker. We're looking through your your five players at a crossroads, a critical juncture in their careers at Nebraska. You. you list Bryce Benhart, Mozai Newsom, Noah Pola Gates, Logan Smothers, and Marquis Stepp. Uh, Sip was curious about why no I was not curious. I talked to him Logan about it. Smothers. I talked to him. Who, about who was on your your uh, your your I guess plus? list for this plus your plus five here parker yeah good morning guys um there, there was a bunch of guys i think that you could make a case um you know mostly older guys uh, third fourth fifth year in the program um you know smothers i mean he's the youngest guy on the list it's maybe a little bit of a stretch the lot it came down to um it came down to he or or braxton clark um in terms of just like who who made the five in my mind um and the reason i put smothers is for the reason that's been talked about a lot so far this offseason I mean, he's just going into his third year he's got a lot of football in front of him uh and so he's got more football in front of him at the college level than anybody else on the list i just also think that in reality uh, it's an important spring for him in terms of um, what his future looks like at Nebraska. It's not to say that if he comes out of spring third or fourth, there's no way um, he can make up that ground in the future. Um, you know, he's a competitor and he's going to keep after it. But I just think it's a critical spring considering there's three new guys in the program, two of whom the new offensive coordinator uh, had a major role in recruiting. Um, and it's a it's a turning point spring for him, I think, and just in terms of you know how he how he fits here, and maybe it'll fit really well. Uh, you know, I don't think we know the answer to that question yet, um, but it, it feels like a big spring for for all of the quarterbacks, and so one of them made the list. Okay, Parker Gabriel joins us. As far as defensive lineman Mosai Newsom goes, all right, he's he's one of the kind of the unknown defensive linemen in this conversation, a fourth year sophomore. Take us into the weeds, if you will, Parker, behind Ty Robinson and Casey Rogers. Who are we talking about besides Mosai Newsom that they need to step up? Yeah, well Newsom Newsom's on the list because uh, he's one of the older guys of the of the group that's behind. Now the other one that you could have made an argument is Tate Wildeman. Um, and Wildeman just has battled so many injuries in his career that uh, I almost sort of thought of him as like, well, let's see if he can get himself in the conversation at all um, this spring because we just haven't heard very much about him uh, since early in, in his Nebraska career. So those two guys are the older guys. And then you're talking about uh, Marquise Black, who uh, is a young, you know, young guy, 
Uh, same class, I believe, as Nash Hupmacher, the 2020 class. So you've got those guys who are going into their, you know, they're technically redshirt freshmen, uh, but they're going into their third years uh, in the program. And then as you progressively get younger, then the next class below them uh, is Raquan Buckley from Michigan and uh, Jalen Weaver from California. And then Colton Feast, uh, you yeah. know, maybe fits yeah. in that conversation somewhere too as well. A walk-on that they've really liked. Um, that Tony Tuioti was impressed and, and thought maybe he was going to get himself uh, sort of into the back end of the rotation um, last year, but then he got hurt and missed part of the early early season. So, yeah, you're really talking about a group. You know, you know, you probably need you need one for sure, and 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 more than likely two uh, to really step up and be ready to play at a Big Ten level between uh, Newsom uh, and Wildeman, um, Buckley. Hutmacher, Marquise Black, yeah. and Jalen Weaver. Okay, good job. Joined by Parker Gabriel. Parker, I saw from yesterday another publication, Athlon Sports, was ranking Big Ten quarterbacks. And I'm curious your thoughts. Number, number one, they have they have C.J. Stroud first and Aiden O'Connell at Purdue second, with followed by Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy, Peyton Thorne, Talia Tagovailoa, and uh, Casey Thompson. What is the ceiling for Casey Thompson among that group? And also, do you believe that Aiden O'Connell is the second-best quarterback currently in the Big Ten Conference? Uh, second question first. I, I do okay. think Aiden O'Connell is the second-best quarterback in the Big Ten. Okay. He, just, he put his numbers over the second half of last year in particular were amazing. I mean, the guy threw for 3,600 yards, 3,800 yards, something like that, 28 touchdowns. Okay. Um, he didn't even begin the year as a starter, I don't think. It was sort of in and out early in the year, and then um, he just went on a tear over the second half of the year. Um, he sort of went from a guy who was like, hey, remember when he was the third-string guy who led a drive against Nebraska a couple of years ago um, to, holy cow, this guy's really good. Um, and so I, I, I'm not surprised by that. Um, I, I do think that, you know, I heard you guys talking about this in the last segment, so I came armed with a Aiden O'Connell stat. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, I think if – I think you – you, 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 Nebraska sort of needs to believe that Casey Thompson, or you know, have faith that Casey Thompson can get himself up into that number two realm or in the conversation for that. And the, you know, he's got Casey Thompson's got some things that in his you know bag of tricks that Aiden O'Connell probably doesn't. He's a little more mobile. Uh, we'll see how much they ask him to run. Um, Aiden O'Connell, you know, going to have to do it without David Bell. Um, you yes. know, it's going to be the first year there. Uh, depending on what their receiving core looks like, we'll see where he doesn't have a truly like elite guy um, as part of that receiving core. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, with Casey Thompson, I think the, the name of the game is to to use what's around you, um, to maybe use the legs a little bit more than last year at Texas, but uh-huh. not too much, uh-huh. um, and see how far up those rankings you can go. Parker Gabriel joins us. He's the Nebraska football beat writer for the Lincoln Journal Star. Parker, how much do you think the media will see of Casey Thompson before the spring game? Well, I think we'll talk to him probably, but in terms of like being out on the field and throwing a football, not yeah, very much probably. How much? Um, <laughs> uh, if I if I was a betting man, I, I don't know the answer to this question, but if I was a betting man, I bet we'll watch stretch um, stretch one time during spring. Yeah. 30 yeah. minutes, 30 minutes, and it will include uh, no live period. So we we will not have a great handle on him at all. And then in the spring game, he'll be in a green jersey, right? 
Yeah, right. I mean, we're not, yeah, I don't think you're going to get a, a good sense. I mean, you're going to maybe be able to size him up in terms of, you know, how big he is and, yeah. and you know, throwing the ball around a little bit. But, oh, yeah, we're, I mean, we're not going to know truly what he his ability is as a runner. Um, you know, I mean, I, there was buzz about Adrian Martinez when he ran for three touchdowns in the spring game in 2018. Yes. But even still, you had that, like, well, he's not getting tackled, so I don't know exactly what I'm looking at. I mean, that'll be the case with Casey Thompson, too, until you're, you know, until you're plopped in a seat in the press box at Aviva Stadium, you know, watching him navigate, uh, navigate the, the, the uh, Northwestern defense. Yeah, the vaunted Northwestern defense. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> vaunted. Speaking ahead. of Adrian Parker, yesterday, again, you wrote about his podcast, The Athlete yes. Filter, where he talked about the broken jaw, the screws that he had in his mouth from it, the rubber bands and, and everything like that. So take let's go back in time to that because we know he broke the you know broke his jaw against Michigan State late September. The news comes out from Gus Johnson and Scott Frost on November sixth, and Adrian says in the podcast he was upset it came out then, although that was over a month from when it happened. I mean, when when you look at it from a media perspective, I mean, was it okay to have that information come out then and or and still be sensitive to Adrian and and what he wanted to, uh, for the news to come out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think in our from my perspective as a reporter, I mean, it, it came out, you know, yeah. that's, that's sort of the deal. Um, the head coach decided he wanted to talk about it. And I, you know, I, I, to me, like what, what Scott said at that point, and one of the, one of the things Frost has always said about injuries, is he's always, he's always talked about, you know, protecting the player. And Adrian sort of me- mentioned that too. And this is the, the only point where this diverges a little bit is that what Frost said on November 6th is that he felt better talking about it because, they were through the Ohio State game. They had a bye week the next week, and then you know, well, well the next game was against uh, Wisconsin, I think, on November twentieth. And at that point, he was, you know, from September, he was almost two months clear of the broken jaw by the time they played Wisconsin, which was the first game after Scott mentioned a broken jaw. The interesting thing is that yesterday on the podcast, Adrian said that it's still healing now, mm-hmm. and that to fully fuse the bone back together because he didn't have surgery that was like a five or six month process. And he's still even like sort of being careful about what he eats now. So the timelines don't exactly square there in terms of, you know, what's your definition of fully healed. Now, maybe the medical staff's telling Frost, like, you know, he's at much less risk um, two weeks from now. And that's why he felt good about saying it. Um, You know, it, it, it all lines up. Even when Frost said it on November 6th, his job security was still hanging in the air at that point. I mean, he and, Trev Alberts nailed down uh, the restructure of his contract the next night, Sunday night. Um, and then those moves with the staff were made two days later on Monday. So there is that element of uh, you still sort of working with imperfect information. But it was certainly interesting to listen to Adrian talk about that yesterday. Yes, it was. Parker, always great, great stuff. stuff. Thanks for the great time. Stuff. We will chat with you again next week. Jay, can you, what, what would you do if you came into the ticket office one morning and simple – like Adrian had a steak in the blender and he was like trying to neutral at a steak. <laughs> neutral. I don't know if I'd say shut up simple. I'd say something ridiculous. So I, I don't know what like, uh, I'd say. Shut up simple and also uh, look, we're going to the old. Okay. Yeah, I'd say get help. blend. Is that what you said? Neutral blend a steak? Yeah, he, he said he put a he said he put a steak in a neutral blender and I was just thinking like if uh, you know, if I heard the blender whirring, I'd have to say, "Hey, shut up simple. That, that's not a steak, is it?" Yeah. Thank you, partner. Always. Yeah, that's a college kid move, I think. Um, college? What? 
what college kid's going to blend to steak? I don't know. One who can't eat solid foods and hungers for You're a steak? crazy. Yeah. No college kid's going to blend to steak. Well, Adrian did. He had to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If, yeah, if, that's like the extreme. Yeah, it's very extreme. Nobody's doing that for fun. And if they do, I want to talk to them privately. <laughs> and to answer Parker's question, if I saw you in here in the morning with a blended steak, I would just leave saying, you're on your own today, man. Really? You, would you? You figured out yourself. Would you really do I that? I can't even look at you that. You would not I'm going to throw up on the board because of what you've done. You would be this disgusted, but you would, you, would, you would not turn your back on the show. I would say either that's leaving or I'm leaving. I cannot see that in my presence here. No way. Let's play the game show. Let's try to snap a six-game oh, skid. It is uh, rough times for you over there in that chair. Relatively For the speak. game show. Yes. Four six four five six eight five. Call the takedown sip and trivia. You need to win today simply to already avoid a losing week by Wednesday. You're 0-2 this week. Today, I think you have a chance. You have a chance. It's not that wild cardy of a wild card Wednesday. Nebraska, Class B school nicknames. Wow. Okay. Interesting. This why Class B? Be That's what I just want to do. Okay. I, I looked. I looked at class like C one and C two. I don't know a lot of those ones myself, so I, I felt like if you, if I wouldn't know them, then you probably won't. Okay. Know I gotta either. get off the Schneid. Let's get off the Schneid, or you can keep on the Schneid yourself. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, oh, simple. Boy. Lines are checked. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, "Shut up, simple!" <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Well, not surprisingly, the lines are jacked because people love doing high school nicknames in the state of Nebraska. Sip, how do you feel today about Class B nicknames? Actually pretty good, I'd say. Uh-oh, is that our Corey? I don't know if it's our Corey, oh, oh, but it's, it is a Corey. Corey, oh, God. do you feel good today about uh, Class B nicknames in Nebraska? Well, I'm from Beatrice, so I should do pretty good. Okay, yeah, Corey. Thanks for like calling. myself from Beatrice, Orangeman. Yeah. Do you know Jay? What? I mean, what a dumb uh, question. I'm sorry. No, I don't. Okay. I'm old. Okay. Right. How old are you, Corey? Do you mind saying on 46. the 46. 46. Great. Um, a little bit older than yeah, you. 46. Uh-huh. All right, it's 46-year-old Corey versus 55-year-old Sipple. All right, Corey, first question goes to you. What is the nickname for Mount Michael Benedictine? Five seconds. I don't know it. All right, I'll give you the horns. Unless they've changed it. it, I'm going to go with this. Jake, it's the Knights. You are correct. It is the Knights. A 1-0 lead for Sip. Good start. I'm trying to break a skid here. Thank you. Not over yet, though. For a 2-0 lead, Sip, your first question. What is the nickname for Class B's Garing way out west? Oh, God, don't do that to me. The neighbor of Scott's Bluff. Garing. should know this you got five seconds on way west gary i know what it should be what should it be it's, it starts with a b five seconds 
I'm going to go Bulldogs. Look at this. Goes way out west and gets the Bulldogs. The Bobcats or the Bulldogs? The Bulldogs is right. (laughs) Uh, Corey, to stay alive, your last question down 2-0. to What is the nickname for Class B's Omaha Gross? Oh, my God. Cougars. Sean Callahan. Yeah, that's Sean Callahan. All right, Sip. You've, you've You've done Omaha Gross probably five times. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, for the win. Last question. What is the nickname for Class B's Skyler? Oh, I'm from Columbus. This is Skyler, though. I know, but Skyler's like a like a suburb of Columbus. You know, it's like five miles. I know away. where it's at. I know what it should be. Not sure exactly. Well, you get five seconds to decide. If it, I mean, if it's five, I just, four. The, the scary thing is these things change. When I was in high school, it was the Warriors. That's your guess. I'm going the Warriors. The skin is over at six. Warriors is correct. Corey, what gets you bagel and coffee? Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Thank you. All right. Corey. <laughs> Corey. Corey. Corey takes the very, loss. Yeah, takes the loss well. And you have a chance at a winning week. No Schaefer tomorrow. He was here yesterday. You lost with Schaefer. Okay. Remember? Okay. F- 54 and 59 now. That's right. And sounds most importantly, that, that, that L6 goes to a W1. Yeah, I was nervous today. I felt some heat. What do you got for a tiebreaker? Okay. Uh, tiebreaker. Connor Milliken of Platteview Springfield leads Class B. In scoring in basketball in points per game this year, how many points is he averaging to the first decimal? 21.8. How about 27.9? Whoa. And that's Whoa. that's way higher. Second place, Austin holds to Bennington, 17.6. Whoa. So he's 10-plus points a game more. What's this kid's name? Connor Milliken. Connor Milliken. Uh, Platteview, Springfield. Platteview, really? Yep. Averaging 27-plus. Yeah, almost 28 point, 27.9. Man. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, I wonder what he's like. I wonder what, how he's maybe, getting. Maybe, wonder how he gets Fred those baskets. Get some ice on him. <laughs> yeah, probably too much to ask for. Easy, easy. I, I just easy. saw a tweet from DP that says it sounds like that. Jay yeah, Foreman what's going is on? Bringing in some fire for the yeah, spillover. There's some, next. probably some spring football. I don't fire. know what we said or what he's yeah. talking. We'll see. There's, I didn't think we said anything. There's crazy. apparently fire coming in the studio from oh, Jay that's... Foreman and DP for the spillover next on early break on the ticket.